Welcome to Amplifying Black Voices, a mini-series here on the Say It Loud podcast to celebrate Black History Month. I'm your host, Anthony Gatlin. Now, I know y'all was digging that new intro music. I know y'all was. I know. I know. I'm getting kind of nice with it now. I'm getting kind of nice with it. Welcome back to the Amplifying Black Voices miniseries here on the Say It Loud podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Gatlin. Uh, I'm not going to waste y'all time here, uh, mostly because I should have had this episode out a long time ago, uh, but I've been procrastinating. But yeah, this is the second part of my episode with my older sister, Kayla Taylor. Um, Like I said, I'm not going to waste y'all time here. Uh, just want to say thank you again for supporting the miniseries, supporting the podcast, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, let's get into it. I um, when when you had moved to, well, first of all, I didn't know I didn't know where where you were when you moved out or whatever. But Was Mama asked about me. Did she? I don't really remember that time. I'm gonna be honest because I, I was because we we still went to the same school, like. Yeah, I don't really remember that time. I ain't gonna lie to you. I try to block all that shit out, uh, but I shouldn't. But anyway, I wasn't like, I don't think I was super worried because I had always like, because I had seen you just like take care of yourself no matter what. So I just assumed that like you'll be all right. So I wasn't really tripping. And then when you had moved to Tennessee, because I mean, I mean, you got into TSU, TSU. so I was like, okay, she's going to school, like, yeah, she'll be all right, but then when you had dropped out, I was like, all right, now what is she going to do, and then when you ain't, because I thought when you, I thought you was going to come back when you had dropped out, but then you ain't come back, so I was like, damn, and then also with not having you at school no more, I had to navigate on my own, but like, even still, like, after you after you had left the imprint that people knew I was your brother, like they knew not to fuck with me. So <laughs> I didn't I have been back up that. You know, <laughs> so I didn't have like I didn't be up I didn't there before have to, the bill went out. Yeah. So like I didn't have to deal with like none of that bullshit or whatever. And I also just kept myself out of like and you weren't even really like that. You weren't yeah. even like me. Like I wasn't. Like I wouldn't that. even say I was very much so drama filled. I was into stuff because my friends, like my friends, would be into stuff and being the type of loyal person that I was. We scrapping. You know, that's just what it is. Like if they're fighting, I'm fighting. Mom, mama, you don't jump off the bridge. If they did, I will have a parachute. <laughs> you feel me? I'm jumping off that bridge though. No, I'm <laughs> for real. Like. But yeah, like when I moved to Tennessee, um, the reality of adulthood set in for me and I was so this my okay. I remember when I left, Mr. Murphy, I wasn't talking to him no more because in my head, Mr. Murphy got me suspended from school because I punched him in the neck and he told them and they suspended me. You could have kept that to yourself. You feel me? So in my head, it was Mr. Murphy's fault that I got in trouble. Not Kayla's fault. It was Mr. Murphy's fault. So I didn't talk to him. That fight happened a week before spring break. I didn't talk to Mr. Murphy until damn near the day before I graduated. Like he, I, <laughs> I remember I saw him in the hallway one time. And he said, 
everybody called everybody called me kt everybody and he said kt i want i want to talk to you i said it's kayla to you and i walked off on him. why would you do it like <laughs> and i walked off on him like this was a scene in the movie y'all I, I really was so dramatic like for no reason i literally told that man it's kayla to you and i walked off on him <laughs> oh, lord jesus something wrong with me but yeah so when i when he pulled fuck? me in his office and he basically told me like don't change because i was telling him like i'm tired of being this person that everybody sees as an angry person and that's not really me and he was just like i understand that you're what he he was basically saying like i'm 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 a very strong person and all this other stuff so i took that as like yeah you're right and he was just like, don't, don't change that strongness aspect of you is what he was basically saying. Your attitude, all that other shit. Yeah. You might need, you might need to change that, but don't change the, the fighter you are. So I was just like, okay. So we was cool after that. But, um, when I moved to Tennessee, like I felt like I moved backwards because I okay so we ended up moving to this town called Clarksville which was an hour away from Nashville where TSU was and I didn't have no car to get there so it was like okay I take this semester off the the first semester I gotta take it off because I have nowhere to get there so I did that and I'm like okay I'm gonna just you know stack my money uh get a car so that I can get to school. My first job when I got to TS when I got to Tennessee was working at McDonald's because my ex's family member um was like the general manager or something. So she got us in. She got me and his sister in and we worked at McDonald's. No lie. His his other sister, we moved down there first of all, we moved down there with his whole family. His mama he has um all together he has four sisters but we moved down there with three of them so his mama his three sisters him his two nieces and me his sister his older sister she got a place of her own and then me and his and the rest of his family we ended up moving into like this three-bedroom house and everybody had a room you feel me and then um that's just basically what it was like his his middle sister uh i i mean his youngest sister i'm not gonna really get into their business but she she got a check so her check would pay for the rent and then me and his other sister we would work at mcdonald's to pay off like light bills water um like little shit like that cable shit like that so that's what we did no lie our checks from mcdonald's for two weeks because guess what this was minimum wage i wasn't working at crossroads coffee house no more where i was making that money honey i was working at mcdonald's may i take your order please now and i was making seven seven dollars and 35 cents not even seven dollars and fifty cents seven dollars and 35 cents and my checks each week was like literally 200 some dollars so 200 and some change literally 
and we had to split that and there was this boy there was this man he used to um because we didn't have a car the house didn't have a car his sister his older sister had a car oh man i forgot about that story his oldest sister had a car but she wasn't giving us no rides you feel me she was off doing her own thing living in her own land you feel me so we had to basically like get rides from this man we would pay him every week for him to take us back and forth to work and then basically we just after that we just had to learn how to i y'all i had never took a oh wait that's not oh no that's not the, no, that's not the, the i'm thinking that about. other story i'm gonna get to that too if, if we got time today but that um when we got to when we finally stopped using that man, we we had to learn how to take the city bus. Now she, they was already used to taking the city bus here in Madison. I had never had to take the city bus because I lived in Cross Plains. In Cross Plains, the buses didn't run out there. Only bus that ran out there was the yellow school bus. That was the only bus. So we didn't. I never knew how to took the bus, take the bus, but I learned very much so quickly because that became my transportation. Not only was that my transportation, that wasn't my only struggle. Was you know feeling like i was going backwards and i'm just like you know what i'm gonna grind i'm gonna get my money up and then i'm gonna get me a car and 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 go back to school that did not happen the way it was supposed to happen because i'm only making 200 dollars every every two weeks my money is spent by the end of the night hell not even by the end of the night about five minutes that 200 dollars was gone because we had bills to pay you feel me so that that was that job and i just finally got tired of that and i was just like i quit and I quit that job and for nine months I didn't have a job. For nine months. That has that is the longest in my adult life that I have never had a job. And I was like and it and it was so hard to get a job out there because I don't really know why it was so hard, but it was really, really hard to get a job out there. And you needed a car to get around. Because out here in Madison, the buses run until like later late at night like mad late at night as where the buses there stopped at eight o'clock people still got to work and they didn't run until like seven o'clock in the morning so you had to find a job between those hours and most jobs did not run between those hours and you needed a car to get around like you really needed a car to get around in tennessee like (sighs) so eventually i did start working again but it wasn't on until like literally nine like i wouldn't say nine months later but it was it was some time i actually had came back to madison and 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 started working back at crossroads to get my money up and i got a car that's where that story is anthony that you was talking about yeah so i i came right like after i had quit mcdonald's i had quit mcdonald's in like uh i want to say october we moved there like late 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 august and i quit mcdonald's in like the middle of october because i couldn't do it no more early october i was like nah this not for me and i still hadn't found a job so by the time um by the time like christmas hit i went back home and i started working at crossroads again mary let me come back and she let me work at crossroads and i stayed at, i stayed in madison for two months and i and i made some money like i i went back came back with some thousands came back to tennessee with some thousands and um i bought a car and <laughs> the car that i bought was like a 2002 freaking um buick and it was $1,600 and we paid the man $1,000 and then paid off the, you know, 
600 you know we sh- we what should like honestly when i think back on it we should have paid the full yeah you know 1600 but the way i was thinking was we don't i don't have a job right now and i need this money so what i'm gonna do is just pay off that 600 as we go you feel me that's what we were thinking and that's not what happened and so the man basically months had passed me and my ex-boyfriend we had finally we were working you know and well i was working and um we had eventually got into an apartment and that was our first apartment and I, I remember I had ended up getting a job in Nashville working at um, the Cheesecake Factory. And that, like I said, Nashville is an hour away from where we lived. So I was in Nashville working at the Cheesecake Factory, doing, doing what I needed to do, hustle. And I remember on my way to work one day, mind you, months have passed at this point. Like we're coming up on a year we didn't live in Tennessee and uh months had passed and I get pulled over by the police and they were like um this car ain't got no VIN number and I'm like what's a VIN number because I don't know nothing about no cars or nothing I'm just looking at him like uh what and he was like and these license plates on this car is registered to another vehicle and I'm looking at him like what that mean like I'm still like what is this but you boy if you don't speak English he basically saying that this is a felony this car ain't got no VIN number we don't know if it's yours we don't know if it's stolen I say I just I bought this car this she locked up they won't let her out I pay my bills my bills are paid you feel me like I'm grown we pay bills we pay for this clink clink and the man was like he was like you know what if I if I didn't believe you right now you'd be in jail right now he's like I believe you and I was just like thank you sir because i'm i really don't got a reason to lie to you i really did don't know what you're talking about and so <laughs> we called the man that we bought the car from and he was just like you got pulled over man like he mad and i'm like what you mad for sir and i asked the man we didn't get pulled over that far away from my house so i'm like okay can i just like we're literally a block away from my house i'm like sir can we just uh go in and and go back to the house and uh like just turn around he was like no i wouldn't suggest you do that um just leave the car here um he wouldn't even let us drive back so i'm like okay whatever i'm told you a bunch of police pulled up it was a bunch of them like literally i hate when they do that i'm thinking i'm finna go to jail because i'm like i don't know what you mean sir like i don't know nothing about no vin number missing this car ain't who want this 2002 i don't even think it was that i don't even think it was a 2002 it was probably a 2000 Nine nine in early two thousand, something like that, because it wasn't none. Who want to steal this car, sir? Not me. But um, the man who we bought the car for him ended up pulling up, and he was like, "Man, like, first of all, he mad because we still paying off the six hundred dollars, and then at that, like, he like, um, what he said, he was like, then you turn around and get. Uh, I'm like, sir, is this car is this car stolen? Is, is what <laughs> I need car to know. Is hot. We riding in a stoley, <laughs> like that car for is real. Hot. Like this is what you do. And so he he come and he he got his little tow truck or whatever, and he like drive us back to the house, and he like yelling at me, like he's mad, and I'm just like, first of all, sir, who are you talking to? 
Y'all didn't find who he was talking to because I don't know who the hell he was talking to. He wasn't talking to me. He basically dropped me off at home and he was like, when you get the rest of my money, this is when you'll get the car back. And I was like, sir, I have to go to work. I live, I work in Nashville. We were on our way to Nashville to go to work. So I'm just like, boy, okay, whatever. So that's when I hit up Anthony. And I was like, yo, bro. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Niggas only hit you up when they need some uh, money. You a lie, cause I I'm was lying. always hitting you up to talk to you. I was like, hey, uh, can I get six hundred dollars? Mind you, I was at Crossroads at this point, so I was making some money. I know you had that bread, so I was like, can I borrow six hundred dollars? And I told him like a little bit of the story, basically of like this man won't give me this car back, and I were I have I need this money. And she didn't even have to tell me the story. I would have gave it to her anyway. So And that's just period. And he sent that money, no hesitation. Literally. Like that that time I, as I was telling him, he was already sending the money. So we went and we picked up the money and we gave this man this money for this car to give it back. Y'all, he never gave me that car back. T- bro, I was hot too, cause I that was my cause he playing with my money at that point now too. He, I was hot. He stopped answering my text messages, my calls, every, emails, and all. I had to go to court. <laughs> I got, I got, I got, <laughs> I got a speeding ticket, and I got like we didn't have insurance, so I got a ticket for that as well. He didn't give me no felony or nothing like that because he really did believe my story because I didn't know what he was talking about. So this man took sixteen hundred dollars from me and never gave me the car back. We don't even know what that car is today. I don't know. And I had to quit that job. No, I we Ubered that night. We we Ubered That's that night to Nashville. Uber and it was $120 to do that. Me and the girl that I was like, uh they cousin, they call her they they cousin. Um she ended up moving from Madison to Tennessee too. So she is the one who was, she was working at the uh, Cheesecake Factory up here and she just transferred down there. So she put me on. So she put me on and got me the job basically. And so, uh, yeah, we Ubered. We Ubered to um to, to, to Nashville because we had to get that money, honey. And we could only do that, like we only did that one time. We was like, first of all, I got bills to pay. I can't be driving no $120. Um, Nashville, I mean, uh, Cheesehead Factory wasn't trying to pay our for our Ubers. They weren't trying to help. They said, hey, that's your issue. That's trifling, bro. That's what, hey, that's what you're going through. You just better be here. We just had to quit because, hey, we didn't have no way to get there. Like, we could only do so much. And capitalism. And I hate that shit. My, my ex-boyfriend, his, his friend actually moved in with us, so he was sleeping on our couch. And he let us use his car, you know, for a little bit. And so we had to kick that man out. It was like, you know, it's time for you to go. We just moved into this place. We trying to live like newlyweds. And we can't because you was here. Because you was here. We had a brand new baby, Honor. (laughs) And this man whooped my dog. And we we had to kick him out. I ain't even going to say nothing. So, yeah. And Honor was a baby. Like, what? But, y'all, like, I got so many crazy stories from Tennessee but my but biggest, y'all see, but y'all but you, but they now they see what they see who they see what it is now like they because now you got your own place now you about what do you, you work where you work at now 
Where do I work? Oh, uh, I work at Health Grades. I work at this place called Health Health Grades. It's um a very nice job. Very much so grown. Gets it's giving grown vibes. It's giving adult, and um, I like it compared to where I was a year ago. I was I was working at. Let me tell y'all some. Let me tell y'all my testimony because I don't think y'all hear me or feel me. I was working at Planet Fitness. I got that job last year in December and I thought it was a blessing. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be working in the fitness industry. I'm going to school to be in the fitness industry. Like this is a match made in heaven. No, it was not. I was not doing what I thought I was going to be doing. And I did not like the job. And the people were very, very disrespectful over $10. And, and, and if you had a little bit more money, you you had the $20 membership. Like, Y'all forgetting we're way cheaper than the Princeton Club. We're way che- cheaper than freaking uh Anytime Fitness and all them other gyms. And y'all That's over here went. cussing me out about $10. And it was just, it, w- it was not the place that I wanted to be, y'all. I'm over here trying to make make a dollar out of 15 cents because I wasn't making no money there. And every and everybody was like, well, why didn't you find another job? Why didn't you? I did. I tried. I was, I was, especially when COVID hit, when COVID hit, COVID kind of effed me up real, real bad because, uh, well, effed everybody up. I'm, I'm pretty sure. But my, you know, how it messed me up was I had a lot of money. I had just got back into savings. Like I didn't pay it off this, this, this $2,000 credit card. I don't have that no more. So I'm like, okay. Like all them other cards I had, like a JCPenney credit card from back when I lived in Tennessee. Because oh, that's another thing. When I lived in Tennessee, also I didn't have clothes. So what I decided to do, I'm like, I don't have money to buy no clothes. I didn't have not and not just clothes, y'all. Not just like oh, I don't, I don't, I don't have nothing to look cute in. I didn't have pants. I had gained so much weight that I could not fit into my pants, and. I was outside wearing maxi dresses in the winter. People think just because it's Tennessee that it don't snow out there. It very much so does snow and it very much so does get cold. Like a, a winter jacket, you know, like it didn't, it doesn't have snow like Wisconsin where it, we get so many inches, but we did get snow out there and it did get very cold. And for me to be out there wearing a maxi dress with a slit meant for the summertime, I'm out there. Dress like, cause I I didn't have clothes, y'all. I didn't have pants. So what I did was like a late night worker. Boy, <laughs> um, I had to go to J C Penney's and I applied for a J C Penney card just so that I can buy pants. Like that was my way of being like, okay, and it built credit. I, it, it built credit. You feel me? <laughs> and and I, I'm, y'all, we had to run that card up. Like we had. <laughs> Seriously, because I didn't have no clothes. I had no pants. So I bought me some pants. I bought me a winter coat. I bought me some some work shoes because I had worked in a factory. So I had to buy me like clothes so that I could like literally live because I did not have enough money to go out there and buy not off no $200. Like I said, $200 every two weeks. All that money was gone by the time that, that light bill and that water bill was paid. So I didn't have nothing left over for myself. So the JCPenney card uh the Victoria's Secret card that was how I got my sh- my shit that I needed so yeah and also I ain't gonna spill no tea but like Mr. Murphy 
he was supposed to go to my graduation party and he had ended up giving me like a gift card to Target. And as I was one day, I was going through my like letters and stuff like that, that people were giving me. And I found it. And I'm like, oh, snap. Like Mr. Murphy gave me some money and it was some money on that card. And I went and I bought like, you know, you know, personal shit that you needed. And I and yeah, it, I was thankful because I didn't have shit. Y'all, I didn't I did not have shit. And and I had to do what I had to do. So. I was thankful for that, but yes. But it just the the grind to now where you at now. You got your own place. You got your own car. Like you doing what you're supposed to do, and you trying to do something with your trap fitness, which is what I want to I want to get into now because I never uh like you had played basketball and stuff, but I never had thought you would ever were interested in like like fitness or like physical training and stuff i know you always thought about being an athletic trainer but i never thought you like were into exercising and shit like that so when you was on your in your in your exercise bag i was like damn i didn't know kt was like i didn't know she like doing shit like that well i like you saying yeah i've always been into basically basketball and sports and i was very well i i was very good at basketball people don't realize that like they were scouting me in eighth grade to play for the high school and even the WNBA. Let me shut up. <laughs> for real. No, but I was, I lying say I wasn't good at basketball. I'm, I was cold. I'm not lying. I was cold. I wasn't good. I, I was never good at basketball. Yeah, you wasn't. I don't, I play defense. That's what I do. But yeah, I was, I was, um, I was very good at basketball and I has the reason I didn't want to play no more. Like after my dad died and then on the top of mama made me quit basketball because of my attitude. So I couldn't play no more and I honestly didn't want to play no more. So I remember like this movie called just right had came out. It was with Queen Latifah and Common. And she was an athletic trainer. Like, she worked with the NBA. Like, she ended up working with the NBA. But she just helped people with sports injuries. And I'm like, I want to do that. Like, that's what I want to do. So, like, my sophomore year of high school, I started shadowing the um the lady that was, like, the athletic trainer for, like, the, the school team, like, the Middleton. I shadowed her for three years. From from sophomore year to senior year, I shadowed her, and um, after that, I mean, even during that time, like Middleton paid for me to go to lacrosse. Uh, they had like a, a, it was like an athletic trainer like camp thing. It was like two days. And you got to live like a college student, and you always and you also got to like see what it would be like when you become a athletic training student, and that was real cool of them to do. They paid my way to do that, and let, like that's where athletic training came from. Fitness came from when I came back home and enrolled into classes at Madison College, and I thought that taking the um the fitness the fitness and health specialist would be a cheap way to get into the athletic training. So I'm like, I'm going to just take this, these courses. These should be the same courses, which I was told they were going to like at least be something to qualify, like not qualify, but like uh, when I transfer over to like the university or something, like 
I could transfer those credits. So that's what they told me to do. So I took them classes and uh, I just learned a lot in the class and it like inspired me. I was I was vegetarian for a year and that was a long year. I didn't eat. I actually haven't ate meat in two years. I'm not vegetarian no more. I'm pescatarian. I eat fish, not meat. But yeah, like I, the more research I did, the more I learned about fitness and stuff like that. The more it did ins- inspire me. Is that the word? Inspire. inspire. I said expire. Inspire me to become like healthier. In like I said, when I moved to Tennessee, I gained. When I moved to Tennessee, I was 150 pounds. In high school, I had lost a lot of weight, too. Like, I remember me and Mariah, we had set a goal. We was like, okay, we finna go to Atlanta. This was our senior year? No, sophomore year. Our sophomore year, we was going to Atlanta. And Mariah was like, we should do, we should lose, like, some weight before we go. And I was like, okay. And she stopped. I kept going. And I lost 30-some pounds. So, I was 150 pounds from my senior year. I mean, from sophomore year into senior And I kept that weight off. And I looked, I felt good. That was the smallest I've ever been. I've always been like a chunkier girl. I've always been like chunkier, not super big, but chunky. And when I lost that weight, I felt good about myself. Like I was getting more attention and shit like that. Like I just felt better about myself. So I, you know, but when I moved to Tennessee, I gained 50 pounds. So I was walking 200. I was, I was 200 out there. You feel me? And honestly, I carried my weight very well. Like a lot of people didn't know that I was as big as I was because my weight didn't go like most people 200 and my 200 was two different 200s. So, yeah. But when I moved back home, I wanted to lose that weight and I lost that weight in more, you know, and now I'm back to a little healthier weight. Now I'm just strength training and trying to build this uh i don't know i'm happy with the way i look now but i want to keep i want to see where i go i, yeah. I want to see where i can go how far i can take it. i ain't trying to be no bodybuilder you feel me that's not the physique i'm looking for but i'm definitely trying to be you want to see what your like here. what your ideal body is yeah, pretty much basically before you get to a point where and, like, and then i'll just no go more. into maintaining it like even i was helping mama i was helping her lose weight and Mama was kind of like my first, well, she wasn't my first client, but she was my first consistent client because people will come on and be like, I like your workouts. I like what you do. But what I do in my videos is not what I do with people. Like I train you based off what you're looking to do. Everybody is not built the same. Everybody's goals is not the same. So I'm not going to train you like you work, like you want to lose what I, what I want. Like people had different goals. So I train you based off your goals, which is what you're supposed to do. Not everybody's body shapes is the same. What you I do with one client. You can't client, look at somebody and be like, I'm, I want to be like that. Cause it's exactly. not, gonna, it's not going to turn, it's not it's gonna turn not, out that It's way. not going to be the same. So yeah. So I basically, um, I basically like helped mama lose a little weight before and yeah it was it was cool you feel me i i like what i do now and every road so what do you so what uh how did you come up with trap fitness for people that don't know so trap fitness we had to design we had to design a like workout or something in one of my classes like we had to design a workout a name for it and blah 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 so 
I had been following this man on Facebook. His name is like Extreme Phil or something like that. And he 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 do workouts with the aerobic steps and he do it to the beat of the songs. And I'm like, this man is amazing. Like, I love what he do. And I started like being um like following him and just like doing like doing his I couldn't do his steps and doing his things or whatever but I'm like I'm gonna take songs that I like and do do it to the beat of the song too and I at first I did start with the um like some of my first videos were with the steps and then I kind of just was like I can't do these all the times with the steps because I'm not a choreographer I can't dance for nothing so we're just gonna stick to working out to the beat of the song how I came up with trap fitness was Trap fitness is already a thing. So I didn't make trap fitness. Trap fitness, if you Google trap fitness, you will see a lot of fitness videos with trap music. So it's already its own thing. I discovered trap fitness, or I discovered take risk and prosper. That's what trap fitness stands for. Take. That's what the trap stands for. Take risk and prosper. So you came up with that? Yes. So that's what my, when I say trap, that's my trap, basically. That's what what my trap stands for. Okay. I rock with that. I didn't know that. Yeah. But what is so? What is the original version of trap fitness? Then? It's no trap. Or is it just trap? Yeah, just trap music. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it's basically like trap music and like just like stuff like that, basically. But my trap stands for take risk and prosper. Right. There's a message behind it. Yeah. I like that. That's what's up. So what are you planning on doing with Trap Fitness? Because you already, you got a decent following. And you know what's so crazy? I had a goal last year, actually this time, I, I made that page January like 7, 2020. I remember when you launched it too. And I was like, you know what? I'm stepping out on faith and da 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 made this emotional, stupid it wasn't it's not stupid you telling your story no i know but i just like i want to do something for the community i want to help people and them people like madison is just one of them cities where people do not like to support you if you ain't got a name behind you like i'm kt to people but people in madison do not know me because i didn't go to madison schools like i mean i did go to madison schools, but not in high school where it mattered i guess and um so i don't have a name like People don't know me like that, so therefore, whatever. But now that they see my videos and stuff, I do get a lot of people hit me up like, hey, can you be my trainer? And stuff like that. And it's just like, baby, you're just going to have to follow through with the videos because I don't have, like, I literally do not have the mental space. Like, I'm still, like, I, I like, um, last year, well, this year, I found out that I have um, depression. And I've been knew I had anxiety. So with my depression in my anxiety, I don't have the mental capacity to help people right now. I haven't even really been putting up videos for trap fitness because I get so anxious and I'll be like, I'm so anal about how they're shot. Like they have to be perfect or I'm not putting it out there. Like I remember the, I was shooting uh, this ab workout one time and it goes to that, um, that DMX stop drop. Mm-hmm. That took me four hours to shoot. And I was at Planet Fitness shooting that video. It, my stomach was hurting so bad y'all like lit. It took me four hours for a two minute video 
because I was like, nope, nope, that don't look right. That don't look right. And my stomach was hurting by the end. I, maybe I couldn't even breathe after that. But like, like nowadays I, I have, I start telling people no, and I don't like to tell people no. I'm always one of them people like I'm trying to make it happen for people. You feel me? But I can't, I, I can't go out of my way for people, especially like I've gone out of my way twice for two clients who have not stuck with it. And I'm like, you don't understand. I'm waking about my sleep to come here because I don't have like, I feel like I don't have that much time in a day no more. And people are like, girl, you do got, baby, let me tell you my schedule really quickly. I wake up at 6 a.m. I go work out. I need me a good hour and a half of working out. When that is done, I sit on the computer for up until probably, um, 11:30 and then I start getting ready for work. I work from 12:30 until 9 o'clock at night. And then now me and Michaela just picked up this job in Milwaukee um where we're going to be hookah girls at this club. So, we're just basically like what a bottle girl is, we're a hookah girl. So, basically like doing that. And that job will be from Friday to Saturday. So, I'm doing all all in between this. I'm still I'm in five classes this semester. Five classes. So from after I get off at 12 on Friday, I have to zoom to Milwaukee. How you going to do that? To to be there on time. Nigga might as well move to, to get that money, honey. Because then I have to zoom out here to go to um to this job. Nigga might as well move to Milwaukee. No, because that don't make sense. We just going to get a hotel. We're not driving back. Because I, I, so from Friday, from like 10 to 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm a hookah girl. And then from 10 on Saturday to, to 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm a hookah girl. The only day I have rest is Sunday, Jesus Day. And even still, I have to do homework that is due Monday morning. I'm tired. And I'm a mother. She ain't no damn mother. That dog, it be entertaining himself. Honor needs me. Honor don't honor need Jesus. He I, need to take a sedative. That's what he need to do. That baby need me. He need a chill pill. That's what he but need. But like I even still, like the old me would have been like, you know what? Like this lady, she had asked me to train her daughter. And I'm like, ma'am. Bro, you know what you need to do? Why don't you like? I don't know why you never applied to um Anytime Fitness. I, did I really apply like to Anytime Fitness. Which one? I don't know. Cause I really like it there. I mean, I don't go there anymore cause COVID. But I like it there, and I think you can do your class there too. Like if you run it by them. Uh, I did apply for Anytime Fitness, and you should apply to the one. It was during covid i want to say and so everything was kind of shut down but he was like okay when shit open back up like i definitely would love you to come and train here you got the experience that i'm looking for all this other stuff and then i just never got a call back and then i got like an email saying basically like the position was filled and i never just tried again like i said when i was working at planet fitness i anthony i was trying my hardest i was stuck at planet fitness i felt like a spell was cast on me for, and I was just like, bro, I can't leave this place. Like, it, it, no matter where I went, when COVID I happened, felt, when COVID happened, 
there was like jobs at the hospital to be like the person that take the people's temperatures and shit like that. You making 16, 15, 14 dollars, however much it was. And I they would say I, I wasn't qualified to, to take a temperature. I don't know what you need to be qualified in anything anymore. So that's why I'm trying to. That's why I like trying to build your own thing. Like I hate working for people minus my time at Crossroads. Yeah. Crossroads was my favorite job. Um, and that was my longest job. I worked at Crossroads for four years. Actually, I was just working at Crossroads last month. So, I mean, if you want to be technical, I've been working at Crossroads since, what was that, 20, 2011, 20, so nine, ten years. Let me stop. You wasn't there in no 2011. Yes, I was. That was when my freshman year started. And I, I started in September. I was, I've been working, Anthony. I've been working. But yeah, but, but like, I don't like the requirements to like for certain jobs and just like trying to have like a decent job like where you are set. Um, I don't know. I just can't. I can't get around the the whole working for somebody thing. I I like right now. I mean, I work in a at a school district, but I'm not technically working for somebody. I'm working for kids. So, but like a. Uh, like working at a planet fitness or like the job you have now like i don't like working under someone that tells me what to do i would rather tell myself what to do and be happy with that so that's why i'm taking this risk of doing this because i don't make no money off this shit but it's not about the money it's about me putting myself in a position to where not only i can help myself and my family but i can help somebody else and bring them up and then have them help somebody else bring them up too it's li- it's the same thing i was talking with 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 chan and skip um what like what they doing they not doing the music shit for the money they're doing it so that they can help their family out and help their community and just keep keep that going right yeah, you know, you definitely got to find things that you're passionate about. I am passionate about the, the trap fitness and and things like that. And hopefully one day I would like to own my own gym, like a a a a, a black Princeton club type thing. Like I want my gym to be very much so classy based. You feel me? We got. I, I want to have sports medicine uh up in there because I plan to be an athletic trainer. So I want to have uh like people come and be like okay i need um i need physical therapy woo woo or i got a sports injury and they can come and get taken care of there as well as uh athletic or um not personal trainers come and have an independent contract you don't have to work for me but you can you i mean you can use my facility to work and we have a a individual uh uh independent contract you feel me and you go ahead on and, and, and host your clients and do what you need to do and you just underneath my roof you feel me you i will i would love to do something like that hopefully one day but i don't need getting, you to train me though because i'm trying to lose this little bit of stomach boy you ain't, you ain't fat you good i got like no i'm trying to lose a little bit of weight or just get myself toned up a bit because i mean i love working out and stuff but it's just I had I just had a run from like August to like New Year's Eve this past well coming into the new year where like almost every week or every weekend like I would get together with my friends and we 
were just drinking shit mm-hmm. and it was just it had got to the it was just getting really bad and i just felt like so unhealthy yeah and when i was telling you about like my like how i my yeah. heart and stuff like that i didn't know what was going on but like anytime i would breathe my heart would just feel like it would not like skip a beat but it just would like like how an engine yeah. like when it starts like like uh like break down or whatever i don't know it was weird but yeah i'm just trying to live a healthier lifestyle now so i definitely feel that like i'd be feeling unhealthy too after like drinking we could be i remember I when i went no to more. houston for my birthday we i drank the whole time i was out there i ain't never i was like i feel i gained i felt so bloated i felt so like just i didn't work out the whole time i was down there because i wanted to be on vacation i wanted to like have fun uh no it was just i gained like five pounds down there i'm like look we ain't doing this no more you feel me but what's next you know I'm moving to Houston and that was a plan and now that's a plan that's in effect. And when you moving to Houston? I'm moving to Houston in May. I'm actually heading down to Houston um, later this month uh, to um, while I'm down there I will be looking at apartments and places. And uh, it's time to go. It makes sense. I wish I could get up and move. But I just feel like I got some more stuff to do here. Right. And I got to build myself another, a more of a foundation before I leave. Because if I leave, I'm going to be probably not even in the States. I'm not going to lie to you. Boy, where are you going? I'm going to T.O. Six Side, Toronto. Boy, who you thought you was, Drake? Hey, bro, if I can make some shake out there, make something happen. But that's just like, I don't know. I, and I've never been out of the country. I've never even been to Toronto. I just like the vibe. Yeah. Of I what had it never is. even been to Houston when I said I was moving to Houston. I went to Houston for the first time for my birthday and I had an amazing time. And that's what pushed me to move earlier because I feel like, honestly, I don't have nothing else here to hold on to. You feel me? Like, Madison has ran its course for me. Madison was never a place to to stay and build a family off of. I'm getting old. Like I'm I'm turning twenty five this year. Like that's scary as fuck. Like you got five years left. <laughs> you I'm I'm I ain't even had my first kid yet. Like I don't have like that's so good. A lot of these girls out here, a lot of these people be having kids. Boy, man. I mean, but I get into you it. you think about it. If your mama wouldn't have had kids early, you wouldn't been here. That is true. I wouldn't have been here. Exactly. But we, but it's like I'm not trying to rush. Want- it. I'm definitely not trying to rush it. You feel me? I don't even have nobody who like me. You feel me? People <laughs> get a, I Say be, it you know, again. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I really don't even got nobody who like me. Like Say they don't. Again. They don't even be liking me. No, for no, real. No. Like they be getting we tired both in the of same me. Both. So I got uh, at this point by next year if I don't find a man I am finna just go ahead on and get me a sperm donor I'm finna go to the sperm bank find me a fine I'm sexy about to say you about to be chart- no Fi- <laughs> <laughs> no I'm finna find me a fine sexy chocolate uh donor uh and go ahead on and have my first kid by myself and do what it do and be a single parent because don't nobody like me and 
I don't want to be an old mom. Like, I don't want to be like when I was in kindergarten, mama was what, 22, 21. I don't want to be my kid be in kindergarten. I'm 78. Bye, baby. What? (laughs) Like, no, I want to see my kids graduate. I want to be around to see my grandkids. I'm not going to be around to see my grandkids if I have my first kid at, at freaking 60. Like, come on now. Like, come on. I always say it's not I wouldn't have a kid like at a certain age. I got to be financially stable to have one. Anthony, even the most financially stable people. ain't No, but that's but I kids don't want money. Kids want love. No, I'm not saying like it's not about. No, I know what you mean. Part. You don't want to bring. I don't want them to grow up how I had to. You feel me? I don't. I know you. I feel you on that. Definitely. You know. I, I definitely want to be in a, a more stable place. That's why I feel like, you know, moving to Houston, I'll be in a in a position. I'm not saying I'm going to be rich in Houston. Yeah, I'm not saying I got to be rich. Happy, bro, because I'm not happy in Madison, Wisconsin. Like, you know, Madison, Wisconsin has my family here. That's really about it. You feel me? It doesn't have where I want to be. You know, this is not this is not my forever home. This is not I ain't, I know for a fact I'm not going to find my man here because I don't want to find my man here. No, sir. No, sir. I want me. Uh, no, these these people out here. No, everybody didn't had everybody, and I don't want nobody who didn't had you. Cause ain't nobody didn't had me out here. I know that for a fact. But anyways, I want to go somewhere new, and I'm just not even somewhere new, but I'm just ready to to just live life. I feel like I've been so scared and like been trying to do things the right way the right way ever since i got back because i didn't do shit the right way like so many people told me stay here and go to school stay here and go to school and if i would have stayed you know i probably would have graduated by now and been you know the athletic trainer that i was meant to be and you know be good because now that the athletic training uh, it's no longer a bachelor's. It's a master's now. So now I have to major. So now I have to get my bachelor's in kinesiology and then get my ma- master's. You see how they do you, in, bro? In athletic That's training. That's fucking school, bro. But so that was my fault. That was my fault because I took too long. If I would have graduated, if I would have went to school when I was supposed to go to school and do what I needed to do, I would have only had to do my bachelor's. But I think that everybody got a path though yeah so. that's not and, and i definitely believe that i needed to be i there was a be, reason why you didn't the, yeah, make that and decision I, and same I, with me i definitely agree with that like i tell my friends all the time i had to learn life before i could learn books some people are street smart and some people are book smart i needed to be taught street smart first because that's the road i was going down anyway where i felt like i was grown and i could do shit on my own and da da and i didn't need nobody okay if you want to be grown and on your own this Go is how you it. do it and i was taught i wasn't i can't even say i was tossed out there because i walked out there in the street the and nobody tossed me in the street i walked to the street the i jumped off the porch there. before i was supposed to the lord assigned you to that class so i did what i needed to you do jehovah's witness still no but i still believe in jehovah but um i did what i needed to do so now it's time to get into these books and now it's time to finish what i started and be without be where i want to be and i i'm just going with the flow now i ain't trying to be perfect you feel me i never i i am i ain't shit perfect about me 
nothing is perfect about Kayla Taylor. And that's actual factual. And that goes for everybody in life. But a lot of people, you would be surprised. A lot of people walk around here like they shit don't stink. And that, that, a lot of but people then they realize walk, walk with their hell, hell, head held so high and they're so high and mighty. Like, and, and you should really like a lot of people out here be like that. And it'd be like, you really got to humble yourself because you don't know what God going to put you through. I am not even through what got like my little bit and i call it a little bit a lot of people wouldn't have handled a lot of shit that i've been through a lot of people would have gave up a lot of people would have been being and there's been times i wanted to give up like i'm tired but i'm tired because i was too busy trying to be perfect i no longer want to be perfect i just want to be me i'm just gonna live i'm not i'm no longer trying to impress people i'm no longer trying to be this image that other people have made in their head about kayla like Kayla, you gonna be something one day. Well, what if this is the only way? I'm, what if this is all I'm gonna be? What if this? So I'm gonna live now. I'm not living for other people. And that was my problem back in the day. I was so busy trying to front and be what people told me I was gonna be. I was trying to be that. I can't do it no more. So that's that. But look at you now. Shit, still, it's it's not even look at me now as if anything has. Well, look at what you, look where you gonna go, because you you making the move to Houston. That's probably gonna be that's going to be something better for you in the long run yeah. and down the line. Whereas if you you definitely need to get out of here, like for sure. Like I don't think there's and like you said, there's nothing left for you to do here. Whereas me. I got a few things I still want to do here before I get up out. But I think with I think with me I need to again back to that like taking shit personal like personally stuff. There's a lot of stuff here I take I haven't uh detached myself from whether it's in this household or it's with people I hang out with or past relationships with people that I no longer in my life. I got to detach myself from those relationships first. Yeah. I agree. I, I I do as well. I have to take a lot of that. Like you said, trauma is some things that has happened to me in past relationships, uh, things that we were that we've seen growing up and stuff like that. And I have to basically unlearn those things and I have mm-hmm. to um, let down my guard in order to meet you know new people and try new things and all this other stuff and be this happy-go-lucky person type shit like i have to detach some of that i have to let that up off my chest i gotta let a lot of shit go and i haven't done that yet and i'm working towards it i'm definitely working towards it i'm in therapy now for it you feel me like trying to let a lot of shit go and a lot of it i'm i realize new shit every day like, I realize new shit every day. And it's not that I I don't, like, when, you, especially when you, like, in the heat of the moment, too, of of things, you you just say whatever, bro. You And it's not like you don't mean it because you very much so could mean that shit. You just see things in a different perspective, too, in the heat of a moment as well. I need to slow down. I need to step back. I need to shut the fuck up sometimes. Like, really, just shut up. Don't say nothing. 
breathe take a take a moment think about it you feel me like i think a lot of people need to do that as well but i don't know i don't know man but yeah um you got anything else you want to talk about some cultural stuff happening in the world no who you vote for trump i know you did yeah did. did you even vote I did. I did. I voted for um for Biden because he said he gonna take away them uh, school. <laughs> That's why you. And I need that, Bruh. Because I wasn't planning on playing them people no way. I ain't gonna lie. No, I'm gonna pay them people off because I ain't trying to know that. No, don't be like me. My ass sitting in debt. I'm stupid for going to Dubuque. Not stupid for going. I'm not. To Dubuque. Yeah, I'm not stupid. I learned a lot while I was there. As you should have. Then I, I, I realized that obviously it wasn't the place for me. But I had met. I met some people there that that care about me still. I just like one person. Actually, no, two people. But I met the other person through that one person. Just those two people that I had met there. They give a fuck about me and like they want they want to see me grow as a person and uh, get to where i want to go yeah, but i'm very appreciative of them and even the people that i don't talk to anymore from dubuque that help me out in some sort of way i i uh i don't owe anything to be to dubuque um personally why like just personally wise besides loans but I gained a lot of, I learned a lot about myself. I learned that I'm very resilient. I am a strong person because there was a time where I had got super down while I was in Dubuque and I easily could not be here right now. But I realized that I didn't have to be there. I was only, I technically was only there for somebody else and I was not with that person anymore. So I had no business being there anymore. So what was the point of me being there if I didn't enjoy it? And that was the best decision I ever made. Yeah. You definitely got to start. You got to live for yourself. Like you. It'd be times where I'd just be like, I'm, I feel like I'm like here for other people and other reasons. And like, I'm not here cause I want to be here type shit. Like I'm here because I have to be here for, cause I have to because I'm an older sibling and I got responsibilities and I got a dog who need me like that's why I'm here I feel like but now that I take responsibility for myself I I, I, I just gotta you know like I be not wishing that like but you okay you know like how other people have like Oh, you know, if I follow my ass, I can just go back home. Or if I don't, if this doesn't work out, like I can just call up so and so and they'll give me the money for it. Like, no, not in my case. No. If I'm on, if like I've been literally this close, very close to being on my ass, like literally, and you've come through millions of times, you feel me? But by the grace of God, let me tell you about God. 
Won't he, won't he do it? I'm here still today because he knows. Like, if I fall on my ass, I'm going to be on my ass. There ain't no calling your mama. There ain't no moving back in with your mama because ain't no more room for him, me here, to be honest. So, ain't no moving back home. If you fall on your ass, you're on your ass. And that's it. Game over. So, I'm steady trying to make shit happen because I have to. Because I don't want to fall on my ass and be out, like, out of it. You feel me? So you gotta you gotta keep like pushing, and that's why like nowadays, as I and I this didn't take me two years to realize. This took me literally. I just realized this like literally last week, where it's just like I'm gonna start doing what I want to do now. Like I'm working this job because I gotta work this job to pay bills, but there's other ways. I can make money and actually enjoy There's a little, what I for do. For sure. There's other ways out here to get money, man. Right. I just picking You don't the have to have a nine job. to five. Exactly. I'm out here picking the highest paying job just so that I can stay where I live. You feel me? And and, and drive the car that I drive and, and 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 buy the shoes and clothes that I buy. Cause you know I could be I be dressing. Y'all <laughs> Y'all don't, yeah. uh Coach KT. Uh, what's my what's my Instagram? You don't even know your at Instagram Co- Coach KT under un, wait. You don't know your own. At by no whatever we gonna learn it one day. I don't know it by heart. It's like Coach by underscore KT. That's what it is. I be dressing. You feel me? That ain't cheap. You feel me? So to live how I live, like in that lifestyle that I want to live. You know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta reach for the stars. I'm not, I'm a very much so. I don't want to be rich. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be known. I don't want to be none of that. I want to be comfortable. I want to wake up on Thursdays and forget it's payday. I want to be like, what's today? Oh, I got that. Or check my bank account. Be like, oh my god, I didn't even know. You feel me? Go outside without having to calibrate my bank account and see if I can if I can afford this meal that I'm about to pay for. Do you ever go into the grocery store and check your bank account before you buy something so you know in your head like, hey, you only got twelve dollars to spend, so you better make a <laughs> meal out of grocery that. Store with $12. Me, nigga, I didn't went to the grocery store That's with crazy. six dollars. That's crazy. That's that's down, bro. That's sick. And because and because and because I'm not freaking um a veg. I mean, because I don't eat meat, baby. I'm out here buying them canned foods, buying them um them 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 the the black beans. I'm buying uh corn. I'm buying rice. I'm buying chickpeas, and I'm making me a, a bowl. You feel me? Like I, 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 I had to make like I had to make it out here in these streets. For some reason, I don't qualify for food stamps because I make too much money. That's what the government said. I make bro, too much money. To the government, bro. That's what they told me. So I don't qualify for food stamps. They want you to be in a position where you got. They wanted, like, for school, these people really, like, legitly tried to hit me up and tell me that I needed to start paying out-of-pocket out of, out of pocket 
for my schooling. I said, I don't got no money. They talk about some, they, they count check stubs from 2018 when I was living in Tennessee. Baby, I'm here now. We're in 2020. I ain't got no money. You feel me? So you counting what? And calculate how many jobs add up to that, to that year, baby. Because that wasn't one job, baby. That was about 12 jobs. I was out here. You feel me? But like, baby, I'm just, I'm, I, if I'm going to live how, I'm, if I'm going to live like this, at least I'm going to live in a place where I want to be. I'm not going to live in Madison and live like this no more. I'm going to go to Tennessee and struggle. I'd rather go to Tennessee and, I mean, not Tennessee, Houston and struggle. At least I'll be in warm weather. <laughs> you feel me? Like, it is what it is. And plus, the cost of living down there is very much low. You get what you're paying for. I mean, and, and, that, and I mean that in a good way. Like, $1,000 here, what you pay on rent, there, baby, you living like a, a, a queen. You living like royalty out there for that, for that much. And that's, I'm, I'm trying to live how I am royalty baby i don't got this crown on my 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 arm for nothing i don't got this lion on my wrist for nothing i don't have the rose that grew from concrete going down my spine for nothing i am royalty baby that's just that period but yeah y'all i just talked y'all ear off for yeah we're we gonna, we gonna wrap this up um you gonna make this in two parts i might have each. to uh, I'm sorry, y'all. If you learn anything from this, basically. But the thing is, like, here's my thing with. So with my podcast, right? We live in a microwave society where everything is quick, quick, quick. TikTok, these YouTube videos, all that. Nobody like, nobody really likes sit likes to sit down and like listen to an hour and a half, two hour right. podcast because that's do. that's what I listen to. I listen like Joe Budden and uh all them who be doing them podcasts like i like shit like that me too that's why i like long movies and shit i'll be i'll be listening while i while i'll be in the shower when i'm working out that spare time that i have to um listen to podcasts like when i get home from work i gotta limit that because i will be up until one o'clock in the morning watching shit knowing that i gotta get up at six o'clock just to go work out and do what i need to do and get my day started you feel me? So I I use that time I to, like to it, listen bro. to my podcast and do that stuff while I'm driving. I listen to podcasts while I drive. I don't listen to music while I'm driving. I listen to podcasts. I listen to my podcast or watch my podcast while I'm working out in the morning, get my little day goes while I'm taking a shower. I listen to my podcast on my breaks at work. I listen to my podcast. Like I be, that's when, yeah. that's when I use that time. And I love, like a lot of people. I love podcasts. You feel me? You learn shit from it. You, you, you. And that's that's yeah. the like the thing with my because my shit is not, it's not scripted. Obviously, it's not scripted like some of these podcasts are. I don't. All of my episodes are about they're about people, and in order to learn about people, you cannot rush it. You can't rush personal experiences. You can't rush stories. You have to tell them in detail. So that's why all of my episodes are at least an hour and a half long. I know I have, I know uh, some people tell me I should make them shorter. 
I'll take your advice, but I won't use it. Sorry. I'm going to do, I'm going to make this how I want to make it. Um, so whether you listen or you don't listen, whether you're a first time listener, last time listener, still appreciate you. You ain't um, got to listen if you don't want to. Mind you, go somewhere, you know, where you feel comfortable, where you, you know, not everything is for you. It's not your cup of tea. Go get some water. Okay. <laughs> Go get a different bag of tea. The fuck? I hate. I hate. We Earl Grey over here. Go find I some hate chamomile. When people feel like they can dictate other people's shit, like yes, it's cool to give your opinion, but that's not. If you have a better idea, ma'am or sir, you, you do, do it. it. You use your advice. Okay. Go ahead. I'm doing what I like to do. Uh, I, I'm I, doing what fits for me. I hope that that's works out we're for not, you. That's why everybody in this world are. That's why it's called individuals. In individuals, not group, not twins, not clones, individuals. Because we're individuals. That's it. That's all I gotta say. That's all you gotta say. That's yeah. We can wrap this up though. Um. Do you know your Instagram now? Uh, coached by underscore KT. Follow me. Especially look out for me this week or uh, in the next couple weeks when I go to Houston. Because I'm going to be dressing. You feel me? I don't post all the time. I post when I got shit to post. You feel me? I I still got a trap, fit- trap fitness video up there from like two weeks ago. I'm going to make another one soon. I just, you know, I that's that's stuff I make up off the top of my head. You feel me? And that crybaby one, that's the last one I baby. I was literally crying. I couldn't I couldn't walk for a week. I didn't work out for a week after that. I couldn't move my legs. I was at work hunched over walking. I was praying nobody was looking at me cuz look, mind your business. I had to get on that foam roller, try to get some of that that fascia loose in them in the muscles, cause it I was don't hurt. Know what she talking about, bro? But go follow KT, Coach by KT, Coach by underscore KT. Yes. On Instagram. Uh, what was I about to say? Yeah, I ain't got nothing else to say. Uh, I appreciate you for coming on, though. You know, telling your story and giving these people some game on our life, your life, and just what it means to what it means to actually go through something persevere and build yourself from the bottom and to continue to rise up and see a future for yourself and not give up and i want to appreciate you for being a a light in my life giving me some game and just always being there for me so no problem play a partner i i go through things so you don't have to you feel me that's that's my goal in life and not just for you all my other siblings i'm i'm the oldest of seven you know um i'm i'm my my both my parents oldest child you know i'm i don't know i'm not looking up to nobody except for anthony i look up to him but i'm saying i don't have like an older person and i don't mean that like my mama like my mama i learned her i learned my grindness from her you feel me but ain't nobody as i go through this life like I'm learning shit as I go. There was nobody older sibling exactly. that taught you something. Mama didn't go to college, so I'm doing this shit on my own. I'm kind of learning as I go. You feel me? And being a full time student and, and working full time is very much so hard, but I'm just trying to get it. 
So one day I don't have to do all this and won't and my kids won't never ever 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 have to go through this, baby. Cause it's a struggle. It's a beautiful struggle though. It's beauty in the struggle. Like 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 J. Cole say, there's very much so beauty in the struggle. But it's a struggle, baby. No bap. But yeah, appreciate you, KT. Love you for sure. Um Oh Um Appreciate y'all for listening. Hopefully I gave gave y'all some game, some insight on me and KT, our life. I hope y'all really enjoyed it. Uh follow the show on Instagram at Say Aloud Pod. Follow me on Instagram at Anthony J at Anthony J Gatlin. I think that's what it is. Um, I don't even know yours talking about me. I do know mine. I got it right. Follow the show on Spotify. If you're on Apple, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave me a rating. I heard that like helps the show out. Like if you leave me a a rating, whatever, well, you can leave me a one star rating. I don't care if you don't like it, whatever. But leave me a rating, share it with your somebody you think will like the show. Um, also download the episodes. It that's also a thing. If you can't listen to it right then and there, you can download the episode and save it for later. That'll help me out too. Uh, share the show on Instagram, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, whoever you whoever you think might enjoy it, just share it out. Help your boy out, you know. I'm all about building the community and I'm all about helping people out. So the more y'all help me, the more I'm gonna help the community. That's all that's all my goal is. So again, appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, it's been another episode of Say Loud. That was lame. Just end it, Anthony. Say it loud, say it proud, and I'm out. I want to thank my sister Kayla for coming on the show again. Uh, I want to thank you for inspiring me to uh, start the show and have it come to fruition and uh, bringing it to life. Uh, you are definitely my biggest supporter, that's for sure. Um, and just always being there for me, being a, a super huge um, role model to me and Anaya as well. So can't thank you enough. And I can't thank y'all enough on the support of the start of this mini-series. Uh, everyone out there who has uh, shared it on social media, who commented on posts, who liked it, hey, I appreciate y'all too. Y'all make me uh, want to continue to do this, and I'm definitely, I definitely will. So, hope y'all enjoyed the first, the first episode, the two-part episode of the Amplifying Black Voices mini-series here on the Sail Out Podcast. Um, and yeah again thank you that's all i can say peace